Good morning. This is Wesley Walker, pastor of the Church of God Seventh Day, speaking for the Living Word broadcast. It is a privilege to come into your home, your place of business, or talk to you as you drive along the road. It is good that we can find some time to listen to the Word of God and feed our spiritual life as we go about our daily duties. There are so many different things each day competing for our attention that many times the Lord and His Word gets pushed aside. But you have chosen to listen to the Lord today, and you are to be commended. I hope the broadcast will be enlightening as we visit today. But first, let's pause and listen to another wonderful gospel hymn. Let's sing a song about Jesus. Let's sing a song about Him. Let's sing a song about Jesus. And let the Spirit move with As we listen to the advertisements over the radio and television, 
as we listen to all the music that's being sung, we cannot help but be informed that something is about to be celebrated. And this festival that is about to be celebrated is known by the name of Christmas. Christmas has a long history of celebration in this country of ours and parts of the world. And supposedly it is the birthday of Christ and people are, are celebrating and, and worshiping the Lord through this celebration. But if we worship the Lord in any way, we need to understand exactly the basis from which we worship the Lord. We must have a biblical instruction to know as to how the Lord wants us to worship Him. Man is never to develop a worship on his own as to how that he thinks the Lord should be worshipped. I'm referring to various ordinances. I'm referring to various festivals. God has given us instructions in his word as to how he wants us to worship him. And man is to follow those instructions. And where God has not written instructions, then we are to refrain from initiating anything on our part because God has given us instructions on every aspect of our worship of Him. When it came time for man to baptize for the remission of sins, God gave him instructions as to how to baptize. When it came time for man to observe the Lord's Supper, celebrating the death of Christ, God gave him instructions as to how that ordinance was to be administered and how it was to be observed. And so I would think if we are to observe the birthday of Christ, that God in his word somewhere, somehow, would have left instruction as to how he wants us to observe that birth. But we find that the scriptures are silent when it comes to observing the birth of Christ. Nowhere in the scriptures does God give us instruction or tells us that he desires that we remember the birth of Christ. It is true that if Christ had never been born, he could not have died. But we are not to celebrate his birth, for we find no instructions to do so. Therefore, how come that does man then celebrate the birth of Christ? It's because of the tradition of man. It is because that man himself initiated a way whereby that he desires to worship the Lord's birth. I thought it would be good just today just to refer to historical data concerning this festival. Tomorrow and perhaps the next day we will deal from events or information we find in the scriptures. But today let us just turn to the Encyclopedia Botanica and let us see what history has to say about Christmas as to where it came from and how it evolved down to us today. I'd like to quote now. Quoting from the Encyclopedia Botanica, it says, Christmas was not among the earliest festivals of the church. 
Now notice that. Christmas was not among the earliest festivals of the church, unquote. If this festival was not among the early festivals of the church or the observance of the early church, then we must ask the question, where did it come from? It had to come from somewhere. And I think that Encyclopedia Botanica will give us a pretty good idea as to where Christmas has come to us today. Quoting again, it says, Christmas customs are in evolution from times that long antedated or was prior to the Christian period. A descent from seasonal, pagan, religious, and national practices hedged about with legend and tradition. Their seasonal connection with the pagan feast of the winter solstice relate them to the beginning of, the of time and their legacy in the birthday of Christ makes them shareholders in the most significant event in the history of the world, unquote. Notice that it tells us that Christmas customs has involved down through time from pagan customs. Man has mixed the Christian religion with pagan customs. People observed Christmas long before Christ was ever born. Naturally, it was not called Christmas, but there was a festival, and it was not a Christian fest festival, but a pagan festival. And uh, uh, the Bible tells us that God has said and has warned us in Jeremiah, the, the 10th chapter, he says to learn not the way of the heathen. God does not want us to mix Christianity with any pagan religion. Quoting again from the Encyclopedia Botanica, it says the tradition from paganism to Christianity was gradual, but became apparent after the fall of Rome, A.D. 476, when the church was the one organization which had the strength and the wisdom to withstand the disorganized centuries of the Dark Ages. Here it says that the, the transition from paganism to Christianity was gradual and uh, uh, telling us how that, that uh, Christianity was intermingled with the pagan religion. Quoting again, it says, For several centuries, Christmas was solely a church and anniversary, uh, anniversary observed by religious services. But as Christianity spread among the people of pagan lands, many of the practices of the winter soltas were blended with those of Christianity because of the liberal ruling of Gregory one the great, and the cooperation of the missionaries. Here, uh, unquote. Here, the uh, it tells us that because of the the uh, uh, the liberal ruling of Gregory one the great and the cooperation of the missionaries, they incorporated the practices of the pagans with the Christian religion. 
My friend, do you feel that God would be pleased or is pleased as he looks down and sees his religion being mixed with pagan practices? I know that this doesn't sound too nice, saying that Christianity is blended with pagan practices today, but it is true. You can read it yourself. I'm not presenting something to you that has been hid. It's in our historical books. It has been uh, uh, continued and, and uh, uh, kept in history that you and I might know about these things. Let me quote again another quotation from the Encyclopedia Britannica. It says, St. Nicholas, who was born in the third century, he became a bishop and gained, distinct, gained distinction in the councils of the church, being especially named for unexpected gifts and later associated with the giving of presents during the season at the end of the year. He seemed to have been first adopted by the Netherlands as the patron saint of the children the world over. Under such various names as Kris Kringle, uh, La Bifonda, and Kris Kindly, was he known, unquote. And so he's known today by St. Nicholas in our country. These things are all recorded as being adopted from the pagan religion. My friend, in closing today, as I mentioned, I was only going to quote historical accounts, but again I wonder, is God pleased with such a practice? I do not think so. Tomorrow we'll, we'll gather information from the Bible, so please be with us. There is a booklet which we have that we would like to send to you it's entitled, What Every Christian Should Know About Christmas. If you would like to receive it, just write asking the book on Christmas. Address your letters to the Living Word Broadcast. P.O. Box 3001, Fort Smith, Arkansas, 72903. Until our next broadcast, may God be with you.